Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of the Ryan Ragoni Show on Believe Network and Draft Network. We're at Golden Touch Cuts Barbershop on the Coral Gables campus here at the University of Miami. I'm here with none other than Cam McCormick. Appreciate you. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah, man. So I wanted to bring you on for a couple of reasons. There's a lot of things to talk about, you know, in your eight years or seven years yeah. of college. So we're going to get into all of it. But first, you know, I wanted to start off by, uh, you know, saying I'm glad you're here. You know, I'm glad I was such a good host, you know. So, you know, on your recruiting visit that, you know, you ended up committing and coming. So we're, we're cool on that, me and you. But I wanted to get into basically where you're from at the beginning, um, like of your football career, you know, all those years ago. Um, you're from Arizona, right? Yeah, I was born and raised in Arizona. Um, and then I basically moved up to Oregon to go to high school. Um, and then kind of followed up that with going to school out in Oregon um, for the past seven years. And like you said, I have eight. I'm on my eighth year and I could potentially play a ninth, which would be a, a record setting thing uh, for college football. Wait, so the record isn't eight? What What is the record right the now? The record is eight. Um, but I'm going into my eighth, so like I'm tied. Like I'm, there's only one other person that's done eight years. Who's that? Uh, I think it was like some linebacker. I think I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but if I were to come back for a ne- next year, it would be nine. I would be the only person to ever do nine years of college football. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that sounds insane. Like nine years, almost a decade. Yeah, it does. It, it you know, and that's what like seeing like all the like art, like all the like articles and pages like posting it. Like <laughs> it does sound crazy, but at the end of the day, like. A lot of it was, you know, riddled with injuries. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I really had only played two years. You know, I played a year in 2017. Uh, and then this past year, I played the full season. So, all those other years, I was really just, like, rehabbing an injury that, like, you know, was kind of there. And I and we couldn't really figure out what it was, um, which was unfortunate. Um, but, you know, now I've been able to, you know, kind of – I found out what it was and then I've been able to recover from that and basically play a whole season, which has been great. So, yeah, no, that's great. You know, we'll get more into that, but, you know, tell me about your time growing up in Arizona. How many, do you have any siblings? No, I don't have any siblings. I'm an only child. Oh, you're the only child. Only child. I got, well, I got two. Yeah, I'm an only child. I got six. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you probably got a lot of stories. Yeah, I feel I like I don't have, I don't really have many stories. I got a lot of stories about my friends. Man. My, you know, my mom raised me. Uh, uh, it was just me. My mom really, my grandma was involved a little, uh, a lot too. Um, but she lived in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, it's really just me and my mom uh, in Arizona for 13 years, kind of kicking it, living, getting through what we could, um, you know, out there is more like I just really had a lot of friends that's really what it was like because I didn't have many siblings so I kind of just leaned on the people around me and like all my friends that I kind of go hang out with Mm -hmm. um growing up um I feel like it's it's a blessing being an only child but like it also kind of sucks because you know you don't have that like that real that real brotherhood yeah like that real bond like I I feel like I've you know moving out to Oregon like I've, I've met I met friends and you know there's I feel like there's one that I would really say like is my brother and like you know we'll do anything for each other Uh Um, and that's like I feel like the closest thing to like a brother to me Um, 
also like at Oregon, like I just, I look at my, those friends that I have that, that are like my brothers, you know what I mean? So it's like, I just, like I pour my, my, my all into like my friends and like I do anything for them, you feel me? So. Man, but it, it is kind of crazy to me, like thinking about being the only child. Cause you never had those experiences of like fighting with your brother, like, mm. like I'm talking like full fledged, like punching him like in the face, like just going at nah, it. Never. For the littlest things yeah. too. For the never. littlest things and never. then like, all right, like making up and being fine about it. Right. Like, cause you could do that. You could call, you know, your friend, your brother, like, cause y'all have such a bond, but really it takes one fight, you know, cause you don't have to go home with him. You yeah, know, he goes to his. He goes his way. I go my way. Yeah, yeah. and you could never see him again. This yeah, and that, like and we and like we do get in fights, but like it's not like it's just different. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, different. Like it's like, oh, is this really gonna matter? Like, if it's like your brother, like you gonna hold that yeah. against your brother for a little bit of time. So, so yeah. Like I could. Oh man, like I have so many stories. Like six kids, you know, growing yeah. up, especially like we we fought a lot about food. Right. Like, I'm telling you, like, you got to eat. Real, like, a bunch of people will fight or, I mean, uh, talk to me when I'm eating. They're like, man, like, you eat fast. Like, yeah, we're over cool. here still, like, maybe halfway and you're almost, like, done. Right. Or you are done. You got to worry yeah, you about gotta, your food going away, huh? Yeah, you got to eat quick <laughs> if you want seconds. Right. No, but how did you get uh, end up getting into football? You know, I feel like as a young kid, you know, your your parents is always pushing you to play sports. Mm-hmm. Um and out in Arizona, you know, it was basketball. Um, so, you know, when you're littler, it's just soccer, baseball, basketball. It's kind of, you just kind of go through all the sports and kind of figure out which ones you like. Um, you know, I started playing around in, in Pop Warner a little bit um, when I was younger and started to fall in love with the game then. And then I kind of like, I realized, well, I thought like, if I'm going to continue to play football, like I didn't know if like being in Arizona, like I didn't know if I was going to play football in the heat because yeah. I didn't like playing like the idea of being in full pads Mm -hmm. in 110 115 degree weather like that just didn't sound like something i wanted to do uh but so i was like i'm gonna stick to baseball Uh um and basketball um and then you know my mom my mom had been there for 26 years uh so she wanted to she we had visited uh, my grandparents who lived in oregon at the time in bend um and she really liked it um and we she decided to move move from arizona to, to bend um which was kind of like a culture shock uh there's not a lot of diversity out in in oregon in general um but when i got out there i was like at that point it was i was in high school so i basically was like i gotta you know play a fall sport so i was like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do uh football mm-hmm. basketball and then i ran track in the in the so that was kind of the three that i picked up in high school and that's kind of where I really fell in love with football again. Um, I'd always loved it, but I just didn't really, I stopped playing after Pop Warner because I just was like, I don't want to do this in the hot weather. Like, that's not something that interests me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm grateful that we did end up moving there because I was able to get a scholarship to go to the next level, um, get my education paid for, um, and kind of experience college. Because I don't think I would have really went to college if it wasn't for, you know, a scholarship to play football um and i'm grateful for that no for sure so up in oregon when you first got there you're talking about culture shock and things like that i mean you're going from arizona desert you know really to up in the north the northwest 
tons of different atmospheres up there. I mean, the, what I'm talking, trying to say is uh, the weather, things like that. Mm-hmm. Is it real rainy up there too? It's super rainy. Yeah. Rainy, cloudy, you know, overcast all the time. There's not that many days of, of sun, uh, really? which like in this, you know, like kind of like middle of spring through summer and like into like fall it's it's sunny it's warm but then it like other days it's just cold rainy mm-hmm. clouds in the sky every day like it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of depressing like yeah it sounds you don't depressing. see you don't see a lot of the sun so <laughs> uh i know that when i had got out here uh you know they had done their little entry physical or whatever and uh they had told me that i was lacking vitamin d from the sun from the sun yeah and i'm like that makes sense because there's not a lot of sun in oregon like uh-huh. and being out here like i'm seeing it every day which is great like i, I love it so much so no, that, that's kind of that's funny to me because you know you imagine it to be like that but there's some things like a, they say texas like oh y'all ride horses over there yeah. it's there's desert in texas which i guess there is like far out west like mm-hmm. more towards like if you're gonna go to like new mexico arizona area but like up in Oregon, you would think they would have sunny days, but in TV shows, it's always rainy and things yeah. like that. Like up in Seattle, it's always cloudy. You always. Would think, oh, that's just like the effect, but it's really like that. No, it's really like that. Like it ain't no joke. It's, it's really, it's sad. really like that every day for certain parts of the year, which kind of sucks. But like the 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 thing with there is like the environment's beautiful. There's a lot of outdoor things to do. Like if you like to do outdoor things, like you can go do that. There's a lot of hikes, a lot of waterfalls, a lot of like cool things to go see the coast. Um, but like, it's just a different type of environment from, I mean, out here, obviously. Yeah. So tell me how it was getting back into football there and playing high school football. Uh, playing high school football. I feel like, uh, and I really don't feel, I didn't feel like I really took off in within my football career until like my junior year. Uh, freshman year, I played on JV because they didn't really think that like playing on varsity was like in anybody's best interest at the school at the time. Uh, played on JV, and then my sophomore year, I was I was playing JV and varsity, um, which was cool. I was playing a little bit of running back. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I wasn't sure what I was gonna play. And then when I started to get into that, like, oh, you're gonna start playing varsity. You had I started to play tight end more, and then outside linebacker, D end, um, and then junior year is kind of when I really was like I feel like I could do something within football yeah. um, so I really you know hit the, the weight room hard uh, and like took football serious um, and I was fortunate enough to have people around me that had connections and um, was able to get you know some some offers by the end of my junior year um, and you know when I had got the offer from Oregon uh, <clears throat> it was like so surreal like I was like like I knew beforehand like this is where I want to go I feel like as a kid like you're always you like always see the, you saw the Oregon Ducks like they were that was the school back then like everyone was like oh the jerseys the I'm trying to t- say, to yeah. me like f- from being on the wet the west coast at least you know what I mean well I'm trying to think I'm trying because I had a friend that went to Oregon and it was some time ago and you might have been there so who who recruited you at Oregon? Mark Helfrich. Who was the head coach there? Mark Helfrich. Oh, okay. He recruited Mark you. Helfrich, and then the recruiters was like uh, Tom, uh, Tom Osborne and uh, Steve Greywood. 
Okay. <clears throat> How many? What coaches did you have there? I had uh, Mark Helfrich, uh, Willie Taggart. Uh, and then Cristobal? Cristobal. And then I just had Coach Lanning. Coach Lanning, okay. So four head coaches. Okay. Do you know Kirk Merritt? Yeah. I played with Kirk. My freshman year, I played with Kirk Merritt. Yeah. Okay, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my freshman year. Then he, uh, he transferred. He went to A&M. He went to A&M, yes. And he went to JUCO, and he ended up at Arkansas State, where I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Small world. Wow. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I remember I playing with Kirk. Kirk Merritt. Yeah. I actually still talk to Kirk every now and then, too. So Yeah, so do I. I was so messaging him the other day. That's cool. That's cool, man. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I think I've got a story notification today. You know how you get memories on yeah, Snapchat? Yeah, you had a memory from from, or when y'all was Look. out. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's so funny. No, that's my dog. Right there. <laughs> that's funny. The first memory. Well, Kirk, if you watch this, what's cracking? Yeah, my boy. What's good? <laughs> he's up in. Uh, he's down in New Orleans now. Yeah, playing ball still. Saints. Now, uh, so tell me about your first couple of years there at Oregon. <clears throat> How was that? First couple of years, it was really like a lot of learning. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like coming from high school to college, it's obviously a change for everybody and you got to get adjusted to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that when I could, I, I was, so my senior year of high school, I tore my ACL mm-hmm. um, and I enrolled early to go to in, at Oregon to do rehab and stuff like that. So I knew when I was going there, like there was already uh, three tight ends that were seniors on the team. Like they were, they were the guys like they were, they were on their way out. So I was like, I knew that going in my freshman year that it was going to be like, I was going to be on, like in the back, really. Like I was going to redshirt and I knew that it was going to just be a big year for, to learn and kind of uh, experience college and also learn from those guys and take away what I could take away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, uh, it was uh, Evan Bayless, uh, Farrell Brown, who's in the league right now with the Browns and then Johnny Munt, who is uh He's with the Vikings right now. Uh, So, um, you know, I just, I just, that first year, I just like, like watched them and kind of learned the game from them, the do's and the don'ts of college and kind of how to practice, kind of just everything really. Like, I feel like they taught me a lot when I first got there, Um, you know, and that the following year, um, we got a new head coach, Coach Taggart, um, and, when I first, when he first got there, we were going through those workouts, uh, and I had got rhabdomyolysis, uh, which basically like your muscles basically shut down, like stop yeah, working. Rhabdo. Yeah, rhabdo. Um, so that I was in the hospital for for a week with that, and like basically like I had to come back to train. And so all that training I had done my freshman year basically sent me back. It was gone. Yeah. So I basically had to like, it took me like I think like two to three months to fit, fully build up like my to- like all my strength again. Like I was playing that season which was that my first year playing was like, I was like half, like I felt, I felt like I wasn't even strong. Like I remember benching 135. I can only do it like three times. I was Man, too how, tired. Like it was like. How bad was Rabdo? You, you know, I hear about Rabdo all the time. They talk about it. How, yeah. You know, they do specific workouts and do things a certain way. So your players won't get it. Yeah. You're the first person I've ever met that's actually got it. Yeah. It was, uh, it was crazy really. Um, I remember it was like the typical like oh you got to complete it as a team yeah like everyone's got to complete it as a team and uh you the task was you do 10 you do 10 perfect push-ups yeah uh shoot 
10 perfect sit-ups, uh -huh. 10 perfect bodyweight squats, and I think like a 30-second plank, something like that. Yeah. And if anybody messed up, you had to do 10 up-downs. And I swear, it was it, it could have taken – that was like the warm-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could have taken the team – Five, five minutes, minutes yeah. five minutes to do. Um, and I swear, for the, for the first workout, because we were at 6 a.m., we were in there for the whole hour oh. doing, and we never got past push-ups. Like, it was like 10 push-ups, or you get like eight push-ups, someone would mess up, or like you had to all stay together, someone would mess up 10 up-downs. I think the first day I did 300 push-ups, 300 up-downs. Oh. And then they're like, all right, well, we're not gonna move on to the next thing the next day until you get it right. <clears throat> like, this is what we gotta do. Next day we got there, same thing 300 400 push-ups up down like and it was like my like my arms were just feeling crazy like i remember at the time i had like long hair like i had to ask my homie like hey bro can you put my hair up because yeah. i couldn't i physically couldn't lift my hands above my head to do anything like i had to when you eat you know you bring the food yeah i had to go to the food like i could i just put it and i had to go to it because <laughs> i couldn't like my arms were just like dead uh -huh. like I literally had like felt like I couldn't even move my arms um, so that was it was honestly I didn't even know what it was at the time I thought I was just getting a really good pump <laughs> like I was like I'm getting swole like yeah, this is, this like, is Damn, my yeah like yeah. I'm I'm looking jacked uh -huh. here uh, but uh, no I was in the hospital for a week uh, what really frightened me about it was like long term effects of like kidney failure uh, which could have happened. Um, good thing we caught it when it we caught it. I remember I was at dinner one night uh, with my homie, and uh, the doctor called me. He's like, "You need to go to the hospital right now." What? And I'm like, "Go to the hospital?" He's like, "Yeah, like we got because they had checked my blood because I was the pee like when I was peeing, it was like it looked like coke." Yeah. And I was like, "This isn't normal. Like I gotta oh, get this hell. checked out." Yeah. So I, they're like, "This is bad. You need to go to the hospital." Uh, so I was basically in the hospital for a week, just on like I hooked up to an IV, getting like uh, water back in my system uh -huh. uh, and whatnot. So, but uh, that was the first two years of college. Uh, we get into my third year. Uh, <clears throat> after playing all 2017, it's supposed to be like my breakout year. Uh, and uh, first game, this was Coach Cristobal's first year, uh, first game against Bowling Green. Uh, we ran like outside zone uh, end of the first quarter, and uh, I remember it was outside zone, and uh, I remember getting rolled up on. Mm -hmm. Like I just felt like I was like blocking outside zone front, like tight end was the front side, and uh, running to the sideline, and I just felt like somebody landed on the back of my leg, rolled up on, it, and I was like, dang. I tried to stand up, and like when I tried to tried to stand up and like put my foot in the ground, it felt like my foot was loose, and like oh. and like I felt like the bone like yeah. you know what i mean like it felt like i was going uh -huh. the leg was going to go out so uh broke my leg my fibula and uh dislocated my deltoid ligament uh and that basically ended ended 2018 year so i got that fixed got into 2019 kind of done spring like rehab the whole year yeah. got into spring ball um did spring ball and then in summer conditioning like we're doing now fourth quarter program uh I was running and like I felt some weird pain in my foot and I was like that's odd like I feel like I got this fixed there shouldn't be a problem from it right uh and you know it was like oh well, this it's just tendonitis just keep strengthening it we'll get it back basically what ended up happening was I kept pushing through it and what they used to connect that deltoid ligament to the bone uh -huh. 
basically like saw this way through my bone oh, to basically wow. get like a stress fracture. Yeah. So I basically fractured that that uh, medial malleolus on the inside of my foot, mm -hmm. uh, the ankle bone. So I had to basically get surgery to take what they had in out oh, and put yeah. two screws in yeah, to basically fix the bone now because the, the ligament was healed, but now the bone was broken yeah. half. Um, so they did that. Then I go a whole nother year. Okay, rehabbing. Uh, that was the year, that was 2019. That's the year we won the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Uh, won the Pac-12 championship. Uh, it was a great year, but like, unfortunately, I was like sidelined the whole year. You know what I mean? Um, but so we got through that. So I had surgery at the end of that year. Um, and then now we're getting into like COVID, kind of get through spring ball again, right? <clears throat> I did the first spring ball practices, like feeling good. Then we had to go home for break, right? Oh, actually, no. Right before break, we were doing a run. No, 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 I lied. We did, we did a couple practices of spring ball, went home because that was when COVID picked up. Yeah. When we came back, we did like the fourth quarter run and I felt some pain in my foot again. And I was oh, like, man. oh my gosh, like, what is this? Like, I, there should be no reason that like, I thought we got this handled type of thing. Um, so we get into the season and that was, we only had six games in cause it was COVID. And uh, while trying to like push it, like I was like limping every day. Like it was just like, it was, a, it was really messing up me mentally mm -hmm. um and physically because i was like i just want to play football like i came here to play football and i haven't been able to really do that yet just because of the circumstances that had presented themselves um basically what happened in 20, 2020 was those two screws that they put in right those two screws when they put them in they they were impinging on my posterior tib tendon in my foot um and it caused me to rupture that tendon in my foot um so there goes that 2020 season, right? And now I'm like, I gotta get this fixed. So I go to, I go to some a new. I'm like, I I want to get a second opinion. I'm gonna go to a new doctor. Yeah. So I found this dude on Instagram, right? And he was like, his name was Bob Anderson, and I had watched like a, <clears throat> it was like a not a 30 for 30, but like they were it was on like Sports Center. They were playing pool or whatever, right? Yeah. And. Uh, Plastical Burst was talking about how he played in the Super Bowl after he had a surgery like a couple weeks before. I was like, I sent it to my mom and I'm like, hey, check this out. Look at this dude right here. Like, we got to get in contact with him. Like, he seems like he knows what he's doing, right? Long story short, that dude, this dude, Bob Anderson, the guy that had been doing my surgeries, he had mentored, he had been like a shadow to Bob Anderson. So there was a connection there. So I was basically able to get in with this dude and Bob Anderson in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the whole time everyone was like, oh, it's gonna be a, it's it's a it's a long, it's a long process. Like you might like, you it's gonna be hard to play football again, right? I went and saw Bob Anderson and he's like, oh, I know exactly what this is. I know how to fix it. You're only gonna be out for a couple, like six months. <clears throat> and I was like, in shock. Cause I was like, I thought it was gonna be, I was gonna miss a whole nother year, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I basically had a full ankle reconstructive surgery, like the whole deal, tendon transfer, heel osteotomy like the whole the whole thing he took the he took the screws out um recovered from that the whole year going into 2021 season first game fresno state uh played a little bit next game was ohio state and i was like talking to coach cristobal my position coach i'm like i feel really good i feel like i'm ready to go i'm ready to have this team a lot more than what i've been doing um and i showed them that we could practice that i was able to move and and do the things that they would wanted me to do um and I remember 
Ohio State. We flew out to Ohio State. Craziest, loudest game I've ever been in. Um, and what well, is the 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 start of the second quarter? I think uh, we were backed up in our end zone. Uh, we ran like a little Y wide delay corner. Um, caught it, got hit. Shed of, shed of the defender and when I went to go take that step I tore my Achilles in my oh opposite my foot oh my gosh uh, <clears throat> so what in the world yeah crazy crazy but um, I feel like all those injuries that I had to be through oh so I guess I'll keep going uh, tore that tore the Achilles went a whole nother year 2021 to 2022 and rehabbed got that strong um, took my time I wasn't in, in any rush I just like I just wanted to do it right. My my foot that had had all, all the problems on it for all those years was feeling great. Yeah. Um, and I just looked at it like a okay, this is something I can keep getting stronger. You know what I mean? Like I can keep doing rehab on both my both my legs and and really just get to that peak level that I need to be at in order to play. Um, and the whole time, obviously, you know, you're dealing with the mental the mental part of it. Yep. Um, however, but you know, I told everybody. Um, the Achilles injury was the easiest one. I feel like, like it, it was so simple. It was let's just sew it back together, and let's rehab just it. and just rehab it. And it's a waiting game. You know what I mean? Um, whereas the other ones are like hardware in, hardware out, hardware yeah. in, hardware out. Um, so I basically rehabbed that, and then what got to twenty twenty two this past year. Played in all thirteen games, started six of them, um, won a Holiday Bowl, um, and like I couldn't have been like any more happy to be out on the field you know um it was it was a, a great a great year a great memory um you know there was a lot of battles a lot of long nights um a lot of talks with my family there was loss that like this past year um you know it was tough but I'm glad that I'm on the other side of it. And I just kept telling myself, like, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Like, just keep pushing, just keep pushing, just keep pushing. Like, eventually you're going to see all that hard work that's going to pay off. Um, decided to decided to transfer. Um, you know, I had got two degrees from Oregon, my undergrad in advertising and my master's in advertising and brand responsibility. And uh, I had, I felt like I had done everything I could at Oregon. Uh, I, I got got my two degrees i've done plenty of internships i met the most amount of people i feel like i can meet there um I, it was time that i expand and kind of move on to the next part of my life the next chapter and kind of meet new people experience new opportunities um and kind of get away from what i was used to i feel like i was getting complacent in my life and i wanted to i want to change i wanted something new um and i feel like Miami was a great place for me because the people that were already here, the connections that I had had with coaches, but also like the amount of opportunities in the state, in Miami, the amount of people out here that can help me in my future. Um, you know, I feel like connection to me is huge. Um, and the more connections you have, the better and farther you're going to go in life. Um, and I feel like whatnot but university of miami like yeah. miami florida like that's a it's a great place who wouldn't want to be here um, you know? yeah, like who wouldn't want to be here yeah exactly so um yeah i know i was talking for a while no but that's good i mean <laughs> i want like i wanted this yeah you know, yeah i want to yeah. hear your story i want to hear everything about it yeah you know speaking of 
I, I did want to get into this one part. Speaking of loss, you know, uh-huh. if you want to expand on that, because yeah, you know, this past year you had lost the friend, and really the whole yeah. country had saw, you know, for who sure, it was and things like that. It yeah, was everywhere. And we, in a way, obviously, I never knew him, but we saw the grief because we had people that transferred last year from yeah. Oregon, our coaches from Oregon, yeah. knew who he was and so we saw the grief yeah tell me about you know that experience about your friend yeah so uh, spencer spencer webb was a uh he's a tight end for oregon um he was there from uh his first year was in uh 2018 um i remember i took him on his official visit uh and at the time i was like at the time when he first got there, I looked at people coming in his competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of like that guy that was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna help him. I'm not gonna help him. Like I, he, he can get it on his own. Like when I got in, no one helped me. I kind of just followed and got it on my own. Um, but over the years, you know, I learned to understand people more and be that figure to help people, um, you know, knowing his background and knowing how he grew up and who he had and who he didn't have. Um, I felt like it was almost my responsibility to kind of be there for him, help him grow um, while he was away from home. Um, <clears throat> and we, we got a lot closer over the years um, through all my injuries. You know, he always he was always there helping me and I was always there helping him throughout what he was going through. Um, and uh, this past this past July, um, you know, he was doing a lot of good things for himself and changing his life around a, a lot, like tremendously. Um, and in July, uh, I remember this, this, this moment was took me forever. Uh, we had a meeting in the morning. It was a get real meeting and we talked about gratitude, right? And at the end of this, you know, what we were thankful for, and at the end of this meeting, we had to talk about, um, we had to write a note to somebody that we were grateful for, you know, thankful for. Um, and I remember coming out of the lift there was a card in front of my locker and I was like, Oh, like who wrote me a card? Like, I'm, you know, I'm just, I feel like to me, it's just like, Oh, like who's going to write me a card. Right. Um, it was a note. It was a card from Spencer. Um, just saying like how thankful he was that he, I'm in his life that I, that he's met me. Um, and that he's so excited to like get on the field with me next year, this past year. Um, and what we could finally do together. Cause obviously we had both been healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was basically like our first season we're going to be playing together. Um, that day later on to that day. And like, obviously we had to exchange those words in the locker room that we loved each other and, you know, that we were thankful for each other. But, you know, two hours later, um, well, I would say we had a, we had a meeting that uh, like a, an event that night as a position group, you know, we were like bonding, bond, like yeah. uh, position bonding or whatever. And, uh, I remember we got there to the event and, and, uh, we were all waiting to go in and we we're like, well, like where's Spence at? Um, and I was kind of making a joke like, oh, like, I wonder who's going to be the last one here. Right. Like, because there were, we were waiting on other people. I was like, I wonder who's going to be the last one here, blah, blah, blah. So I called his phone and I'm like, I just, you know, I knew Spence and I knew that he would, he's, you know, normally around his phone. And, um, I called him, I didn't get an answer. I called him again. I didn't get an answer. And I was like, that's odd. Like he should be driving here. Like, I know he knows that we have to, like, we're coming here. Um, and that's when our, uh, our coach was like, I got some really bad news. Um, you know, 
uh, Spencer hit his head, uh, Cliff jumped in and passed away. And at the moment I was like, I was in shock. Like I was like, nah, like that doesn't sound right. Like I didn't believe it at first. Um, and, and we kept talking, we kept, he kept telling us and talking to us about it. And, and I feel like it started to set in a little bit. And I, I had to, I had to call, you know, my mom because my mom knew how close of a relationship I had with Spencer. Um, but also like my mom was like, not his mom, but like, because she was my mom, she took care of him like the way she take care of me. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, that was just such a devastating moment for me. Like I was just like, I remember just telling, call my mom and just bawling, crying on the phone. Like, cause that was like my best friend. Like, Everybody that I had once known at Oregon that I, that was like I was really close to had already left, and that and he was like that next like that best friend to me. And I told you earlier like when I, I guess you're my brother, you're my brother. Like to me that hit home. Like I've never lost anybody close, and he was the first person I've ever lost. And you know, like that was really hard for me, um, because like he was like just making tremendous like strides in his life to where he once was when he first got there like i just seen him grow up really um and it was tough um it's still tough to this day you know thinking about it um but um like you said a lot he impacted a lot of people um i know his presence on social media he was very you know outspoken he he lived life he liked to have fun um i know that's what he's known for um he was all over the place i swear you know some of the best memories i have of just him like He'd call me. He'd be in one state on a break, and then he'd call me the next day, and he'd be like, "Look where I'm at now. I'm in. I'm in. You know, he'd be in Florida, and then he'd be in LA, and then he'd be, you know, in Texas. Like he just he would be all over the place. Like he was just having fun, living life, and like I feel like that's what I've taken away from him is like just live my life to the fullest. Like because you never know when it's going to be taken away from you. Um. So yeah, uh, I know a lot of people, you know, more into that, but uh especially in the tight end room we came we came really we got to we got really close with each other um i felt like it brought us a lot closer and, and this season for us was really special um and like i wouldn't i'll always remember this season and um the guys in the room and the people around me that have made this past season so special so uh, i'm thankful for all of them and everyone who's been in that in that in that journey so man, i mean that hearing all that man that makes me it, it brings back memories of me and, you know, losses that I had. Mm-hmm. You know, I lost my brother. It'll be in eight days, yeah. two years from the yeah. day. I'll never forget that phone call and just hearing you talk about it, like, just brings, like, yeah, tears it's, to it, my it's, eyes. It's, like, it's un- unsettling for your nah, stomach, it, too, yeah, you know? I don't it, – it's, it's really, really hard to talk about it, hear things like that. But we do learn. No, for sure. Things and like you said, it helped you like realize you know, or helped you live more. And, yeah. You know, be more outgoing, things like that. It had the same effect on me mm-hmm. because of the way like people loved him. Yeah. And the type of person he was. And it makes you realize how life, how short life is. Yeah, absolutely. And it just makes you say, you know what? I- I'm gonna live exactly how I want to <laughs> right. do exactly what I want to do yeah you know I'm gonna spread love I'm gonna spread this positivity mm-hmm. I'm gonna spread you know happiness because you never know that next day 
you never know what you're guaranteed man you exactly. never know if you're gonna wake up on this side of the earth or not exactly so uh no i mean it's it's sad but it's also at the same time you're grateful that person was in your life yeah absolutely because without them you know, and i know at least for my part he would want me to take something positive out of it yeah absolutely and without them i wouldn't have learned that lesson mm-hmm. you know? absolutely totally so i mean kind of you did it a few times in this already but you know i like to end it off with any piece of advice you should, you could give anyone oh yeah what would it be i mean you already there's a lot of advice there's been a lot of advice you, you, uh, you said a lot of good stuff so far i'll just say that you know a lot of people think we have time mm-hmm. um but time is the most like valuable and important thing that we have you can't get it back you can't get it back so i think that you need to take advantage of all the time you have while you're here and and uh like not waste it like get out do those things you want to do enjoy your life how you want to enjoy them um just live your life to the fullest really like like what like like what are you gonna do with it you know what i mean like i feel like that'd be my my biggest piece of advice you know also like just don't ever quit like it's going to get tough. Life is going to get tough, but those are all lessons for you to learn. Um, you're going to go through adversity and you just learn from every piece of adversity that you go through. Um, and it's going to make you a better person in sports, in life, in relationships with whatever. Um, so, yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that. That sounds, you know, that's great advice. And I actually, you know, I live part of that stuff you were saying, you know, every single day. Yeah. You know, at least I try to, and it's something that we need to be reminded of, you know, as often as we can. Because sometimes you get lost every day and, you know, you forget to be grateful for all the yeah. little things in Most life. definitely. But, hey, I really appreciate you coming on. I loved hearing your story. I'm excited for yeah, this year. Yeah, appreciate you for having me. I'm excited to be here in Miami, man. Let's get to work. It's about to be fun. (laughs) All right. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.